winners, the people, the places, and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. Into the straight, Namazoo at the front and went for home. Namazoo cleared out from Macaro. Play Me Now is running on. At the moment, though, it's Namazoo in front. Play Me Now coming. Run Namazoo clear. Play Me Now is there trying to pick it up, but it's all Namazoo. He's out on his feet, but he's going to make it. Namazoo! Namazoo wins the cup. Play Me Now. Arctic Wolf third and maybe Southern Swing. Star status. Namazoo for Bubba Tilly and Ricky Vale taking out the Red Beret Hotel Cairns Cup last Saturday at Cannon Park as the carnival continued its way north. We've worked our way through Rockhampton, Mackay and into Cairns and now that North Queensland Carnival rolls on in a couple of weeks' time to the Cairns Amateurs. As we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab, rounding up all of the country news. News coming through this morning on a host of cups. It was Batuta Cup Day last Saturday. It's Birdsville Cup Day this weekend. Last Saturday was also Bluff Cup Day, Camerwheel Cup Day at Mount Isa and Warra Cup Day. Plus, we've got plenty of other news coming through and plenty of special guests on the show today. And as always, one of those guests is my partner in crime, Rob Luck, with us on Bushbeat. G'day, Rob. G'day, Tony, and g'day, good morning to our listeners this morning. And, Tony, you've got to say, uh, Ricky Vale and the ownership group, congratulations with Namazoo, Namazoo um, in that Cairns Cup. This is a serious Provincial Cups horse, isn't it? When you consider last year as a three-year-old, he won the three guineas races from Rocky Mackay Townsville and ran fourth in last year's Cup. And this year, he's gone fifth in the Rocky Cup, third in the Mackay Cup, took the Townsville Cup and now the Cairns Cup. So that's a mighty effort. And uh, he's certainly a provincial stayer on the way up and, and cemented his places as maybe the provincial type horse of the year. Now, Bubba Tilly was on board on Saturday, <laughs> last start, uh, when uh, Namazu won the Townsville Cup. It was, uh, and I've got to say, Bubba's better half, definitely better half, Bubba. Uh, Bubba's better half, Alex, uh, was on board. Alex was actually in Melbourne last weekend with the Gollan horses when they were down campaigning at Caulfield. So that's why she couldn't uh -huh. ride. So we just want to dispel anything there that, uh, say, the Bubba pulled rank or, you know, shoved Alex Pattis aside or something like that. No, Alex was on duty elsewhere. So Bubba had to step in and deputise. That was, that's the story that I was told last night. I'm glad you did that research because Alex did tell us that she had a very important job there with the Tony Golan stable. And, yes. and you know what? That's That was Les's only ride on the whole program, I'm pretty sure. So well done, Les Tilly. He's, he's a cup's king in his own way, isn't he, Tony? Yeah. If it's not a Roma Cup, uh, it's the... Uh, the country uh, stampede final, and now we get the uh, Cairns Cup as well. So, well done, Bubba Tilly. That was the only ride of the day, and you made the most of it. Also at the Cairns program there Saturday, the Babinda Electric's Lightning going to raise the vibration for Nathan Day and Georgie Holt. And the other feature was uh, the Magic Millions Daintree Guineas Fire King, successful for Ryan Wiggins and Olivia Cairns. Uh, Roy Shalemi and Steve Massingham with training doubles on the day and uh, a riding treble to Nathan Day. Now, Rob, you were out of Batuta last weekend for the Tab Batuta Cup. Got to do something a little tricky here. Take you back to last Saturday at Batuta, as well as winding the clock back to something that happened back on the 11th of April this year as we look ahead towards this weekend's Birdsville Cup. 500 metres to go. They straighten up in the 2022 Batuta Cup. 
and Lebook, the jockey has a bit of a look, McMahon, and he goes for it for 400 metres from home as Supreme Attraction tries to maintain the lead. Stradari, Sakharo coming off heels. Down the outside, Gypsy Biker whacking away and another plan widest on the track. McMahon gets busy on Lebook. Lebook gets a length and a half in front. Can he see out the 1600? But no, McMahon has had several looks. He's confident. And Lebook, he takes his first cup. He goes out and takes the Bakuda Cup 2022 by two lengths. Taking over here is Echo Point and kicks away. Sharan to the inside, can't go with Echo Point. And then we've got Tony's Reward and Bernie's Tiger. But well clear is Echo Point. 50 metres left to go. Good on you, Brookie. Good on you, uh, Todd. Echo Point, they cheer and bark all. And Echo Point's won the cup from Sharanda. Third to Bernie's Tiger, followed by Tony's Reward, Gypsy Biker. And then Bra Now, Rob, that was the first Birdsville Cup for 2022. Of course, this year we're going to have two because the second one's coming up this weekend. And as Josh Fleming said in the call there, they were cheering in bark all back on the 11th of April when it was good on your Brook and good on your Todd with Miss Richardson and Mr Austin combining there with Echo Point. Won't be Echo Point this weekend, but maybe, just maybe, might be another Todd Austin Birdsville Cup in 2022 with that Batuta Cup winner in LeBook. Yeah, LeBook is a horse on the way up. He's won his last three. He's uh, put any doubts about 1,600 metre behind him with the Batuta Cup win over Stradari that came from the back of the field in Sakharo. And uh, we welcome Toddy Austin to the show this morning. And Todd's in the box seat because uh, there's a, a grand prize, if you like, not only winning another Birdsville Cup, but also the bonus prize money that's up for grabs after Echo Point won the April version of last year's Cup. And, Todd, you must be pretty confident with LeBook going into uh, Saturday's Birdsville Cup. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy, Rob, but yeah, never, never too confident. Yeah, good morning to you, mate. And, uh, oh, firstly, I must ask you, what's the weather like down there? Because we've had 30 mils of rain in Longreach overnight and there is a yeah, little bit predicted, but our fingers are crossed that's all good for Birdsville. Yeah, we're looking at clear skies at the moment. Pretty cool this morning. There's a cool breeze. It's um, Yeah, still got heavy rugs and jumpers on this morning. It's still quite cool, but yeah, clear skies at the moment. Fingers crossed. We'll look forward to that continuing in the weekend. Now, LeBook, Rick McMahon, I mean, it's a long straight at Batuta. And uh, he probably didn't want to be in front, and I don't know whether you wanted him in front 400 metres from home, but he was strong through the line, and, and nothing really behind him um, made too much of a dent in the margin at the end. Oh, no, Rick had four rides for the day for four winners. You, you know, you don't have to tell him too much. So, yeah, he, he, he done it, and obviously done it the right way, but no, it was, it was good. How's done the horse well up? Yeah, extremely well. Um, very good. The weather's been fine and everything down here, and they're all doing good. But yeah, no, he's done great. How many times Birdsville for you, Todd? The visit this year? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it'd be 35. It's well, a bit be Between you and Rodney Robb and Kim Healy, you'd be the most uh, the most Birdsville visitor, visiting trainers, I think, in the history of the place, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't go much through the history, but yeah, we've been here a fair few times. And Tony, one thing you can see with that, with those three names I mentioned, when you look at the Batuta program on the weekend, Kim Healy uh, commenced proceedings with a double with Tony's reward for Rick McMahon, and Rick McMahon rode real, real Valentia uh, for Kim. Uh, Rodney Robb had the odds-on favourite. Nanu took the maiden plate uh, and won by a, oh, over six lengths. 
And it was left to Gary Bignall from Cunnamulla who had Cookie Kangaroo take out the uh, the usual Class B over the 800. But, Todd, you had another very good winner there on the day in Wall Street Tycoon. sixty favourite. Only got home by three quarters of the length from Old Zillator, who's always a consistent horse. But he had to carry 64. Uh, this horse is going extremely well. Where, where next to for Wall Street Tycoon? Um, yeah, well, he's only a thousand metre horse, and there's no thousand metre races here in in Birdville, so he'll be the week later in the Baduri. Thousand metre race yeah, in Baduri, so that's where he'll be going. And uh, Rick's following the campaign, I take it, all the way through to Baduri? Yeah, 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 he'll ride him there. Well, he didn't have weight, I could nearly ride him, I suppose. He's, that's what's hurting him a little bit now as a weight factor, but yeah, no, Rick will, Rick will be on him again in Baduri. We're anxiously waiting for the acceptances uh, to come through. You've had a look at the nominations for the Birdsville Cup. Obviously, uh, you're going to go in, I would suggest, as a, a pretty clear favourite. But you've got good horses coming, like Jockberg, uh, coming off good uh, Roma form. And, and as we heard in that replay, Bernie's Tiger, when he was with John Mansman, finished second behind Echo Point. Um, he's now with Matt Crop also coming out. I know you consider them all danger. Nothing's over the line in racing, but um, where are your main concerns? Do you think against the book in the cup? I, I feel, uh, yeah, I really like um, Pat Richardson's horse. You know, there's there's no form like winning form, and he's got it there. Um, yeah, I, I, I take them. I, I sort of look at them and go, well, if if I was a jockey, you know, how to pick what what would I ride? And he he he'd be me pick of them at, at this stage, yeah. So it is, uh, barrier draws. As Rob mentioned uh, at the top of our chat, uh, you're heading for a, a bit of a bonus if you can manage to pull off the two cups in the one year. Mm. Unfortunately, not the big bonus because Echo Point hasn't backed up, but even so, it's still a nice bonus uh, of $10,000 if you can manage to get back-to-back -back cups. Uh, but even, uh, you, you've got a few others then that are going to be gunning for you, the likes of Kim Healy and, and Philip Cole, uh, also with uh, with runners in the Cup. They've got a $5,000 uh, bonus that's on offer if they can manage to train the Cup as well. So, yeah, a bit of a target on the Austin stable. Yeah, mate, I've only got a couple of words for that. Is I'm married. <laughs> if, if, what you're saying is if there's a $10,000 bonus coming, uh, TNT Racing is Tony and Todd, and yeah, the first yeah, word's Tony, and that's where the bonus goes. That's right, yeah. The last he don't get much crack at it. <laughs> Yeah, no, and likely great. a new it's horse good. in the stable, Todd, because you've been oh, accumulating yeah, yeah. some uh, good ones and they're going well. Yeah, yeah no, they're, they're all going well at the moment, Rob. Yeah, they're all racing good. So he's hoping, and yeah. You've got, you've got probably the luckiest owner in the Central West, as I quite like to call lucky, Liam Balderson. Uh, he's having a real trot and good on him. He's, he's pouring the money into uh, the ownership and... Uh, really exciting. It was his first cup win with LeBook at uh, Batuta and he, he drove all the way down and all the way back, I think, in the one day to make sure he was there. Is he coming to yeah, Birdsville? No, he, he really enjoys it, yeah. He's leaving Thursday and going to go to Windor, he thought, and camp and poke down on the Friday. But, yeah, no, he'll be here. This is the beauty of live radio, guys. I've just been handed the uh, acceptances. They've just come through for Saturday's Tab Birdsville Cup. Ten have accepted. Give you the barrier drawers here as well, Mr. Trainer. Uh, Hamurl, or is it Hermurli? How do you say this one? Hamurl. Hamurl, gate nine out of the ten. Lubok has drawn four. Jockberg, two. Sakaro has three. Bernie's Tiger, seven. Getcha Grey on eight. Salazar, six. 
Magnus Siva has five, Stradari one, and Hamoon Sweetheart has drawn the outside in gate 10. So you've got nine for Hamoon and four for Lubal. Is that about what you wanted? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Have you already plotted the course? What is what is the secret of Birdsville, Todd? You know, left-handed track, these 1,600 metres. Is there a secret? You've won three cups, I think. Is there a secret to it in the run where you want your horses? No, not really. It's it's a very hard run, mile. It's very fast and pressured, but yeah, it, it can get very dusty back. So um, yeah, in in the perfect world, you like to be a little bit handy up out of most of the dust. So Lou Book in Barrier Four certainly uh, ticks that box to be in the right spot. You would think in running. Yeah, I feel so. Yeah, yep. Who writes him out? Uh, Brooke, I think. Brooke yep. will be on the mill. Okay. Yeah. Only had the one start at Caulfield when it tailed them through, but it's getting used to the dust. I've got I've got a funny feeling. Uh, how, how's Hamel's chances looking? Oh, his um, mile form's pretty good, you know, being by Lucas Cranich. Um, he, he, he's going good enough, yeah, that's for sure. He's, he's going good. It was a bit disappointing in Caulfield, but I think he's he, a bit of a culture shock for him there, you know, jump out and... They went like the clappers, and he didn't want to go like the clappers. So, but um, no, he's he's getting a bit accustomed to it now. So, once again, fingers crossed, he's open. Well, it could we could be not only looking at your fourth win, you could be looking at a uh, at a Quinella. Um, for our listeners, is there any others being TAB meetings? Is there any other of your team you'd uh, point to and say, well, really keep an eye on this one over the Friday Saturday? Oh well. Um, another one of Liam's actually is that Sacred Stream. I I, I feel you haven't seen the best of her until she gets over the uh, fourteen hundred, and she's in a fourteen hundred metre class three. Um, I, I, well, I'm hoping, but yeah, I think she'll go all right. Um, she she's done extremely well down here. She never raced in Batuta or anything, and she's done extremely well. So she she's she's one of the best chances I've got. I feel yeah. Bad news is you've got an outside draw. Good news is it's only a field of four. So you've got four yep. out of four. Stradari's in three. Used to them, Tony. <laughs> Sacred Stream in four. Stroke of Magic two and Kick a Baby drew barrier one. Uh, that's in race six on the the, uh, the Friday afternoon in the celebrating 140 years of the Birdsville Races Class three plate for Sacred Stream. And Sacred Stream is uh, coming off two strong wins as well, two very impressive wins. As Todd's uh, saying, fourteen hundred might be the the journey it's really looking out for. Yeah, I'll have uh, to. Um, have yeah, sorry, Todd. Oh, no, I just have to have a look at the barriers now. You've got them all in front of you, so see see how I've gone with them all. All the barrier draws. Well, you know, with the uh, the big days, there's usually a couple of good draws and there's usually a couple of outside draws for the visitors, but uh, that's part of racing, isn't it? That's for sure. Todd, thanks for joining us all the way from Birdsville on Bushbeat this week. We wish you all the best for the weekend. Fingers crossed that bonus comes off because you've, you've gone the hard yards to get the uh, the first win over the line. Now it's a case of seeing if you can pick up the second one. I hope the team goes well on Friday and Saturday. No worries. Thanks, Tony. You see the wife smiling, you know she's got it. <laughs> Good luck to you and especially to Tony. That'll keep a happy wife, happy life for one Todd Austin.
That's for sure. Thank you. Good on you, mate. Todd Thanks, Austin mate. joining us there this morning from uh, Birdsville. And, yeah, the acceptance is just coming through, Rob. Light on for fields is a little disappointing with the, the numbers, but it is tricky and tough to try to get a, a big string together. And I know talking to a few stables, they've had a few other issues this time around to... Uh, contemplate and maybe yeah, Birdsville uh, earlier in the year and then Birdsville later in the year is maybe just one step too far. But uh, we've got a, uh, a six-race program, I think it is, on uh, Friday. Uh, let me just scroll through here. Yes, uh, six races kicking off at 1.27 local time and the uh, seven-race card on Saturday will start at 12.54. The Cup is going to be race six on the program to jump just before 4 o'clock at 3.59. Yeah, it's always an exciting time with the two-day meeting down there, and uh, I still can't see those coming through on Racing Australia yet, but I'll study them uh, coming closer to Friday, Saturday. And, uh, look, it's pretty hard to go past uh, Blue Book. Um, there's an interesting runner in there, uh, Hamoon Sweetheart. Tony ran in the first at Batuta on the weekend, came from last at the turn over 1,200 metres to run um, third, and Rodney Robb said, I'm going to th- I'm going to throw it or be in the cup and uh, give it a chance. So. Mm. It's one of those races with that left-handed way of going. And for those listeners who always ask every year, Tony, there are only four left-handed tracks in Queensland. Yes. They are Birdsville, Baduri, Nurima and Taroom. Mm. It always comes up as a quiz question almost every year. Uh, anything else we had to catch up on out of Batuta? As uh, as we said there, Rick McBarn with four rides for four wins on Tony's Reward, Real Valentia, Wall Street Tycoon and Lubuk. And Kim Healy and Todd Austin with doubles. Did we catch all of the other results? Yeah, we did. I think uh, Nanu particularly was a good maiden winner. You don't often feature maiden winners too much, but uh, a six-length winner. But I think the big thing with Batuta, Tony, it commences the river circuit. You've got Batuta, Birdsville, Baduri. Um, the team at Mount Lennon Station look after you uh, and put you up there for the weekend. They really do a great job down there. And the whole committee uh, and their volunteers, outstanding job at their first go with the new committee down there after the uh, the COVID uh, implications with uh, missing meetings last year. Um, but uh, really big thank you to the committee there. They did a tremendous job. And everyone has a really good time there at Batuta and they rock on into the night with the band and all. And it's it's just a good meeting and about 400 people in attendance. And uh, I think there'll be many more of them coming back next year. Now, from the uh, Batuta Cup last weekend and into the Birdsville Cup this weekend, we want to reflect on another cup now. And we're looking back at last Saturday's Oakey Beef Exports Warwick Cup where Tourmaster was successful for Paul Hamlin and William Pugsley. Brett Moody was out at Warra on the weekend and he joins us on Bushbeat this morning. And Brett, as we say good morning, that would have been a very emotional win with Tourmaster in the Warra Cup. Yes, indeed, uh, Tony. Good morning to you. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, everybody. Yes, um, Tourmaster, uh, William Pugsley, uh, William and wife B, unfortunately uh, had uh, you know, a very uh, tragic circumstance where they lost their house uh, to fire only a week earlier this previous Saturday. So, um, yes, it was uh, uh, certainly an emotional win for uh, Pug. Um, of course, coming back was uh, after the races uh, at the Roma the week before. So, and, uh, you know, I've been, I don't uh, have, fortunately haven't had that happen to me personally, but of course, I spent a few years as a fiery. So, seen firsthand the uh, the devastation that uh, that fire does cause of course we've been through a couple of big floods in uh, Charleville um, but you can always uh, you know wash it down and uh, you know rebuild or whatever but uh, with um, with fire he showed me a photo where you know all his whole worldly possessions were just uh, you know on the ground so um, yeah our thoughts were out with him um, but uh, as he said uh, the horses obviously uh, 
uh, were safe and sound and all his racing gear, so he's able to continue. And he said, I don't know how I would have coped through the week without having the, the horses to distract him. And uh, this horse, Tourmaster, we uh, saw him uh, go through to the Country Cups uh, Stampede final last year when he won four in a row at the end of 2021. Uh, and he'd just come to the end of the campaign and finished down the track. Uh, 2022's been a frustrating run for um, William Pugsley and the team. Um, and Danny Twist, the owner who has uh, supported the pug uh, since he's uh, kicked off his training career. We'll talk about that in a moment. But just on the horse tourmaster, um, he, uh, you know, with different things, uh, he, you know, he hasn't been able to, he missed a bit of work and a uh, couple of meetings washed out. He just hasn't been able to get the, the miles in his legs. And uh, he decided to make the quick backup there from Roma when he thought he had the horse. Uh, you know, uh, peak fitness and uh, get the run into him. And uh, he booked Paul Hamlin for the ride. It was uh, Paul's only um, ride for the day. That's not uh, uncommon that he uh, goes away with one ride, one win, and, of course, produced a pearler with Tourmaster getting the run of the race from a good draw and proving too good. But um, uh, briefly, his story, of course, he's a renowned race caller, and uh, I know uh, the fact that uh, I took over from him in 40 years ago uh, next month um, and uh, things just got uh, back then he was uh, obviously very busy with uh, work and uh, trying to juggle it so I came along uh, at the right time and uh, he's been 40 years later been called on to fill in he was booked to uh, do the Cunnamulla meeting recently uh, to when we had uh, when I was unable to make it and we couldn't have any backups and um, yeah he was on standby the meeting was washed out but uh, then of course uh, <coughs> he uh, with the son Brendan uh, showing an interest in racing, he's got the dad's uh, rekindled his interest in the racing as well. They bought a few horses, and in the last three or four years, they've got a, a, a team together, and that was his 17th career win in in just a couple of years with a small team. So, and uh, I think about his third cup that he's already taken out, and uh, so it was very emotional uh, scenes there. As I say, it was a a great uh, great victory. There are a few hard luck stories in the race uh, right there right now. I really flew home. Uh, at the end and uh, just missed out. Uh, he finished second for John Hearn and the third home was Mashani Operator for Shane Iverson who was favourite for the event, was going for five in a row. Unfortunately, Mashani Operator bled both nostrils and uh, just uh, petered that last little bit so he'll uh, suffer a, a race ban. But it was a short neck, a half length and cheesy was right on the heels. It was a very exciting race and uh, certainly highlighted a, a great program of uh, of uh, racing there at Warra. It's their annual meeting, and you may have seen on, on the bit that uh, it's got the uh, the wheat crop in the middle. It wasn't as high as it was uh, last year. Um, and, yeah, the uh, area's just uh, been in a, a little bit of a hiatus at the moment. Uh, they touched almost a 1,000 in their crowd last year. It was about half that this year, and, of course, they were operating on about half staff for their committee. So they did a terrific job to uh, to stage uh, the five-race meeting uh, with uh, with near-capacity fields. So um, great to see Tourmaster score a win there. Yeah, Brett, um, how many times do you see it in racing? And Paul Hamlin alerted me to uh, William Pugsley's situation in the earlier in the week and I'm sure people are gathered around him and, and giving support and that sort of thing but uh, great to see Paul getting that right and, and how many times you see it in racing when these situations come about that that win, that emotional win on the day just becomes a real lift to the person involved Yes, it's a great level of both uh, from the top 
uh, back to the middle and from the bottom back to the middle um, racing. And, uh, yeah, it certainly produces a lot of highs and lows. And uh, and uh, this is uh, certainly one of the highs that uh, came along at exactly the right right time. Um, and just on the uh, Warra track, as we met, you probably would have seen, it's only a 200-metre run in. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, gee, they had a good grass cover and uh, with that recent rain, topped it off nicely. So they were getting their toe into the ground. Uh, but the barrier positions uh, with that short straight and the pipe turns uh, proved uh, vital. Uh, three of the five winners uh, drew barrier one and, of course, Toolmaster jumped out of gate number four. Just uh, quickly recapping the uh, the other winners for the day, uh, we saw uh, a win, uh, first win as a trainer for Courtney Bills. Now, Courtney uh, works for Elders at John Dowie, and uh, I think Dragon's Justice is the only horse that she had. And, of course, Elders were the major sponsor there at uh, Warra, so it was, uh, um, they, they had a, a big contingent of um, staff there as well on hand to cheer Dragon's Justice home. She's a five-year-old mare. She ran right up to her great second to Jumping Bean at Nanang, and uh, aided by a great uh, ride by Shorty Stephan. He's just uh, racked up her 50th career winner. That was a very popular win, and as I say, the racing providing uh, some great enjoyment there and seeing those girls hugging as they have the horse come back in and, uh, and the mare, uh, I thought I saw a uh, detected a swish of a tail that she was pretty proud of herself as well. She's a Hampton Court mare. Um, which is interesting because um, he's a son of Redoubt's choice. Uh, we don't see uh, too many of. He's a spring champion stakes winner, and um, she's a Chinese out of a Chinese dragon mare who's a half to Presido, runner-up in a VRC derby. So she's quite a valuable brood mare, and she could get better as the races get longer. She won the RDO Equipment Cutest Maiden Plate. She's not a Cutest registered, but the Cutest Minor Money went off with more max. Uh, for Linda Gersikowski and Tell the World for Craig Smith. That was some sort of run. It was uh, missed the start by about 20 lengths. It was 50, lengths behind, 50 metres behind them at one stage there and flew down the outside to dead heat for second. So those horses sharing the cutest minor money. Terry Hall, um, I did say it was his first winner as a trainer. It was his first winner this season. Um, Terry uh, based at Oakey. Of course, he reminded me that... Uh, his apprentice to uh, Charlie Prowse, so he had a great uh, grounding uh, as a uh, as a horseman. Uh, I remember him as a very tall apprentice, uh, and he came along at a great time for Charlie because he claimed three, and he had all those good horses uh, uh, that were you know winning eight or ten in a row, and of course uh, Miss Petty in the late 80s and uh, <coughs> early 90s. But of course, weight got the best of him, but it was, gave him a great grounding, and uh, he reminded me that I called his. Uh, winning the Tambo Cup, and he was the first apprentice in 50 years to win the Tambo Cup as an apprentice. Well, he's based at Aki now. He's a renowned horseman. He does a lot of horse breaking. He just keeps a couple of horses, and this horse was sent to him Friday's jet uh, by uh, Graham Fossil, who just couldn't manage uh, training the horse as well, so he only had him for a few weeks, and he attributed Graham's uh, grounding with the horse uh, to him. He just uh, got, topped him off uh, with a couple of gallops and that, and he um, he used Barry One to advantage to take out the IOR Rural Maiden Plate. Uh, and the other winners of the day were a win to Rising Spirit for Glenn Richardson, Alicia Donald. Been a big week for Alicia. Uh, she's ridden a treble at uh, Roma, double at Mackay, and uh, and then it uh, topped it off with the win there at Quarra. So six winners for the week there. Uh, Rising Spirit been very consistent. It's been uh, uh, a win. Uh, a second and three, now two wins, uh, a second and three thirds from six runs this campaign and uh, just got the money there over a half head uh, from the flying uh, bear nest. Uh, it was a great finish there. 
and the uh, final race was won by Persian Front to the uh, cheers of the putters who uh, went around at odds on and also came off barrier one for Hannah Richardson and Jai Banks. That's Jai's only second winner as a, a trainer. So a number of uh, new faces on to uh, into the winner's circle and we it's always great to see. Where are you off to next, Moods? Uh, Tony, you've uh, caught me on the nap. Of course, we've got the race callers uh, cup night at uh, Toowoomba. And oh. our uh, great for just being announced uh, that our great friend uh, from the central uh, highlands in uh, Scotty Power is going to be joining us there. So there'll be six of us doing the uh, the race callers cup in honour of uh, Pat O'Shea at uh, Toowoomba in uh, fortnight. Lovely. Well, that's and, a... uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. That's a lovely segue into our next guest because uh, the great Scotty Power from Central Queensland is about to join us next as we look back at Bluff. But, well, uh, thank you for joining us on Bushbeat this week. Looking back at more and our thoughts with the Pugsley family and hopefully uh, things uh, are going to certainly turn around in 2022. Yeah, thanks, uh, guys, and good morning all. Brett Moody looking back at Warra on the weekend. This is what happened in the Bluff Cup on Saturday. Brooks Johnson has Grand Delago clear when they travel towards the 450. Out by seven lengths. Dilius has now come to the outside to go to second. Their followed by on the inside was roughing it. Three or four lengths back to Cubics. And well back in the field was Carlin Trend as they straighten up. They come down past the 300. It's Grand Delago in front. On the outside, Dilius is trying hard. They're followed by roughing it. Dilius got to the lead. Roughing at the outside. It's trying hard. Dilius broke clear inside the 100. It's a local cup. Dilius is going to bolt in. Wins by four lengths. Ruffin at second. Third Grand Delago. Then take it on chance. Cubics. Well back, Cullen. Dilius taking out uh, the uh, Bluff Cup on Saturday. Natalie Summers and Bill Trimble combining there with those dulcet tones of one Scott Power joining us on Bushbeat this morning and getting ready for that uh, race caller's medley cup coming up in Toowoomba. Welcome along, Scotty. Hey, good morning, Tone. Good morning, Robbie, and good morning, everyone. Yeah, good morning to you, Scotty. And the first thing I noted about the bluff meeting, uh, with the cup, I'm pretty sure it was, there was a uh, drone coverage of the race for at least half the race, and it was a seven-event program, uh, which I think is pretty unique uh, as well for bluff. And Arnie Glenda, she had a good treble on the day as well. Yeah, no, it was a pretty good day. Um, the, the two races were added to the program, Robbie, as Dingo was uh, cancelled the week before, so... Uh, racing Queensland, to their credit, um, gave the uh, trainers and owners opportunity uh, and put those two races on to make it a seven-event car. But, yeah, overall, it was a great day's racing. Uh, the Paul Byrne Memorial Race Day uh, also coincided with the George Hall Memorial and uh, Jellenbar Cup um, and also the White House Group uh, Newmarket. So, overall, a tremendous day's racing. And as you said, uh, Glenda Bell had a terrific day with a winning treble. Uh, the girls uh, rode six out of the seven winners, and Chris McIver, the only male rider, winner, Robbie, on the day. And uh, that cup win is a hometown win, as you mentioned, uh, Billy Trimble. He's been there some time at Bluff now. Uh, and didn't Delius run second last year? Yeah, Delius was narrowly defeated last year by Malvagio, and uh, now Bill Trimble has the horse out here in Bluff, and, and Bill and uh, Marilyn, of course, on the committee, um, hard-working committee uh, members uh, of the Bluff Blackwater Race Club, and... Yeah, Dilius likes these types of journeys and, and particularly these types of tracks because Grand Delago set up a big lead and uh, it was always going to be a big query whether Grand Delago ran out of the 1800 because it did win the Gladstone Cup but uh, stepped up to the 1800 and, of course, uh, was managed to uh, get away to a good lead but, yeah, was uh, taking uh, um, tippy toes towards the end and Dilius had joined in quickly and it was the second leg of the double for Natalie Summers. She teamed up with Billy Trimble. Uh, congratulations to the connections and Dilius takes out the... Jellabar Mine Bluff Cup for 2022, defeating Ruffinett, uh, Chris McIver and Zoe Hone, 
and winding up in third spot was Grand Delago for Brooke Johnson and Benny Creer. But, yeah, no, a good win to Dilius. Um, as I said, likes these longer journeys. There's not many long races around that suits him, but, uh, yeah, no, he re- really relished the conditions uh, on the local track on Saturday. Well, Natalie Summers, you mentioned, had a, uh, a double, and it was with Wayne Baker's Mount Torridae in the cutest maiden plate where the cutest money went off. Yeah, no, it was a good win to Torridae. Uh, yeah, and congratulations to Wayne. I know he made the long trip over, mate, from Roma, and it was great to see the support that we did receive for the meeting. And, and uh, yeah, Natalie Summers teamed up with Torridae, and she had travelled nicely behind the speed uh, coming towards the band. It did look like it was going to be the winner when they straightened up and joined in quickly. Uh, grabbed Looney Tunes close to home and was too good. Torridae, as I said, ridden by Natalie Summers, um, and that was uh, the double. Uh, of course, Natalie rode the last winner, Dilius, and uh, teamed up with Wayne Baker. Looney Tunes for Tyler Laylight, finishing second for Bevan Johnson. Winding up in third spot was Gold Chance for Emma Bell and Wayne Baker. Yes, yeah, so the full complement of cutest prize money going off once again. Tell us about uh, Glenda's treble and uh, again with the lady jockeys. In fact, two for Jade uh, Doolan and the other winner there, Glenda, for Brooke, uh, Brooke Johnson uh, in the yeah. market. So the, so the opening um, uh, winner for the treble for Glenda was uh, in the Paul Burn Memorial Class B handicap and was on uh, the Bill and Doy Austin owned, still feeling it. Uh, first start for uh, Glenda um, and won pretty conventionally in the end because Jay Dillon gave it every possible chance, uh, got to the outside and uh, was too strong at the end, defeated sheer success for Tash Chambers and Stephen O'Shea and winding up in third spot was uh, our Irish Emperor for Tyler Laylight and Billy Trimble. But, yeah, no, a good win to still feeling it. Uh, got an easy win in the Class B, so there's more wins in store there uh, for that runner. Now, the second leg of the uh, travel for Glenda, that appeared in uh, race number five. That was the White House Group Bluff Newmarket, a benchmark 65 handicap. Uh, terrific win uh, to Rocky Powell. Did a lot of the hard work and pretty special win this one, Robbie, because uh, my mother, Marbell, uh, shares ownership of Glenda, her sister, and also their cousin, Lindy Keel. And uh, it was a pretty good effort. Brooke Johnson uh, took the advantage and was on the inside with Rocky Powell, but there was about three or four of them contesting the lead. Uh, and then you could see Sweet As... Uh, just stalking the speed before the bend and was looking like it was going to be the one to run on and, and be too strong for them. But just got blocked for that run at the 200-metre mark and Rocky Pole was able to kick strongly with the three-kilo claim for Brooke Johnson coming right into play. And I couldn't split them on the line. It was a nose margin, so Rocky Pole edging out sweet as. Also trained by Glenda Bell, ridden by Tash Chambers. And winding up in third spot was the old campaigner, Shigiri Mahogany, uh, for Mark Barnum and Raymond Williams. Now, the third leg of the treble for Glenda came up in race number six, and that was the George Hall Memorial Ratings Band 0 to 50 handicap. That was over 1,300 metres. And if you say so, it was a pretty impressive win, won by four lengths, ridden by Jay Doolan. Uh, that was Jade's second leg of the winning double, uh, trained by Glenda, if you say so. Uh, was too good for uh, Per Saga, Tyler Laylight and Bill Trimble. Um, made a mess of the start, Per Saga, but Gia made up some ground late to finish in second spot. Money travels for Natalie Summers and Daryl Johnson, uh, wound up in third spot. But, yeah, no, it was a pretty good window, if you say so. I think there's more wins in store there. And that now gives Jay Doola one more win before she loses a three-kilo claim. That hasn't taken too long for her, has it, uh, Scotty? No, she's riding in pretty good form and does a lot of hard work. As we know, she does a lot of miles. Um, she brought over John's runners as well um, on Saturday. And, of course, uh, the other Mackay gallopers that came down, the Campio Stable and... Um, you know, Jade's a very hard worker and good to see her getting the winners. And, and that other race on the program was the cutest maiden played that open proceedings, and it was won by the John Manzerman train Mashani Hurricane for Nicky Seymour 
uh, defeated the stablemate uh, Devil uh, for Jay Doolan and John Menzelman. And winding up in third spot was Been a Bad Girl for Emma Bell and Wayne Baker. Um, there, that covers the seven races, and it was a pretty special day because it was great to have uh, the families of uh, the late Paul Byrne and also George who were on course. And uh, yeah, pretty um, special day. Um, you know, some some sad moments, but um, you know, overall it was great to see the support there for the family. And and once again, a big thanks to all of our sponsors, uh, all of the volunteers that did help on the day it was uh, greatly appreciated. And I don't know where it's like that in other other venues. Like we only raced it once a year, Robbie. And tone, but um, I think what we need to look at um, overall is is our biggest risk in country racing at the moment is volunteers, and I'm, I don't know whether everyone anyone was aware of that, but gee, if we've got people out there that will, are willing to sort of jump in and help out of these small clubs, um, gee, all that help is greatly appreciated, and you'd be welcome on board. Yeah, as they say, many hands make light work. Exactly, mate. You're off to uh, Emerald this weekend. Uh, we've got the uh, Ladies and Tradies Race Day this weekend up there in Emerald. Um, it should be a great day up there. I know the tickets are on sale and uh, they've been going pretty strong because it's one of the um, more popular days on the um, Emerald program. Of course, you've got the Emerald 100. It's only in about a, a five weeks' time after this weekend. And, uh, yeah, this is a sort of a lead-up to that weekend. And, um, you know, it's one of, the, one of the meetings that do get out and really support it and have an enjoyable day. Well, we hope there's another good crowd turning up there and uh, look forward to catching up again soon on Bushbeat. Thanks, Scotty. Hey, will do, boys. And, um, yeah, then I head down to, um, with Brett and the boys down to um, Toowoomba for the uh, the race callers medley race day down there in, in honour of the, the great um, late Pat O'Shea. It should be a great weekend. I was just talking to Anthony before and I'm looking forward to catching up. Yeah, that's always a, a good one and they always look after you with a pie and a pot for Pat, so I'm sure you can have a, a great time there with the boys. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hi, thanks, boys. Good morning, everyone. Scott Power there looking back at Bluff Cup Day. Rob, we've got one more meeting that we need to tidy up. It was the Camerwheel Cup program, transferred, of course, from Camerwheel to race at Mount Isa last Saturday. And a big day for Dan Ballard and Tanya Parry. They each uh, had a double, and they combined to win with Louis the Legend in the Camerwheel Cup. Yeah, the Northern Rural Group Camerwheel Cup, the benchmark 60 handicap over the 14.50. Louis the Legend being in good form for Tanya Parry. She couldn't... Well, she trifected the cup. Louis the Legend defeated Myola Millie and keep on loving you, but Louis the Legend, two wins, two seconds, its last four. For this galloper, gone into a new lease of life in the northwest, and Dan Ballard kicking it home as one of the uh, legs of his double. His other came with Mum Denise with Dukes County in the benchmark 65, defeating Safty and Magnate, so Dan in, in that winning form, as is Jason Babarovich. Barra had a double for Kerry Crow. This combination had good success also at Caulfield recently with a double, and they did the same at Mount Isa with Count Michelin uh, that won the cutest maiden plate. No cutest money uh, going off there, defeating Bazooka and Agostini. And Kerry and Jason combined with Mopar, an epaulette that's in good form. Two from uh, three for the stable and uh, two from three at the track, defeated Art Thief and Miss Bouchard. And the other winner on the day, uh, another one for Tanya Parry, this time with Jeffrey Felix, who ventures out regularly to Mount Isa. Took the benchmark 45 on high zero, unplaced at its last four, but did show promise out of a Caulfield run and defeated Wicked Willie and Liz's Delight. So Kerry, uh, Kerry Crow, Jason Mabarovich, Tanya Parry and uh, De Denise and Dan Ballard, sorry, Dan Ballard all getting doubles on the day. Yeah, another big weekend there conducted at Mount Isa. Race meetings coming up this week. Well, of course, after we flow on from the tab meetings today at Rockhampton and Thursday at Bowen, 
Townsville uh, off this week, so it's Bowen on Thursday. It's Birdsville for Friday and Saturday with full tab, radio tab and sky coverage. Non-tab meetings coming up on Saturday include Bundaberg, Emerald, Julia Creek, Mariba Cup Day and the Surratt Diggers with Surratt Cup Day on Saturday as well. And I must make reference to the Tower Hill two-day grass-fed meetings on Friday, Saturday, and a great article by Jordan Gerrans in the uh, Racing Queensland website talking about Annetta Robinson, or Netta as we know, uh, Netta, and uh, the form of uh, Craig Lee Altice, who's undefeated at that Tower Hill uh, picnic meeting. Um, I'm, I just haven't got the details right in front of me, but I think it goes over about three uh, different years of programs. And uh, it's only defeat on the uh, picnic circuit um, was at Carinha, where it won one day and ran second the next. But the Tower Hill Cup's always a feature, Tony, and uh, it went off. And uh, good to see Wes Irwin in the uh, training there with Stone Warrior taking that Tower Hill Cup and uh, to um, Cam uh, Nisbet and the team there. Uh, Sam Nisbet and the team, they've done a great job getting that meeting up and running. It was put off earlier in the year. And as usual, those meetings really do rely on the volunteers that Scotty was talking about and a great crowd enjoying it out there. And uh, Andrew Watts, of course, going up there and did the calling on the, uh, the weekend. So good to see that grass-fed level. There's a lot of horses that rely on that as their afterlife, if you like, from the provincial and country tracks. Yeah, plenty of uh, great racing coming up this week. And then, of course, we wind on with that Northern Cup series up to the Cairns Amateurs. Uh, we've mentioned with the boys the Race Callers Cup at Toowoomba after Birdsville this weekend, Baduri Cup. And Saturday week, it's also Thangul Cup Day, Morven Cup Day and Gundawindi Cup Day. So, yeah, coming into Cup season well and truly in the coming weeks. And I'm sure we'll be hearing the cheers from Birdsville if uh, Toddy Austin can get uh, either of his horses up in the Birdsville Cup. And we'll be back to report on that next week with uh, all the great stories out of country racing. Um, just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au with any details. And uh, we'll be back next week. Good morning to you, Tony. Good morning, listeners. Good on you, Rob. Thank you for that. Our thanks to our special guest today, Todd Austin, who's staring down the barrel of that big bonus that hopefully wife Tony is uh, going to secure with the other uh, team if Todd can manage to win back-to-back Birdsville Cups in 2022. Uh, full tab and radio tab coverage, as I said, of the uh, the Birdsville meeting coming up on Friday. Saturday, it's going to be another hectic day, so you'll be able to catch all of the action there on Sky Racing Network as well. And all of the other clubs that are racing this weekend, we wish you all the very best and safe racing. So thanks to Todd, thanks to uh, Brett Moody, Scott Power and Rob Luck for joining us. And we look forward to your company again next week when once again we visit all of the country racing action here on Radio Tab when once again we bring you all of the news coming through on Bushbeat. Safe racing for this coming weekend and we look forward to catching up with you again next week when we check in on all of the country news on Radio Tab.